Welcome to In In It It Together. Together. I'm Jay. And I'm Courtney. And this is our podcast where we discuss mental health and self-improvement from a couple's perspective. Hello, hello. Hey, we made it, right? (laughs) We sure did. So we made it to 2021 finally. We have, absolutely. But we also hit kind of another milestone. We did. So we started this podcast about a couple months ago, right? Yeah, mid-November maybe. Yeah. And uh, at that time, we're thinking, you know, well, we... Hopefully, we'll get to 10,000 downloads. Should take us about six months to, to maybe a year, a year yeah. to get there. And here we are. We're kind of at the threshold of that. By the time we you are. guys listen to this podcast, we might have already surpassed that. So, big applause there. Yes, on yes, that. yes. Thank you. That's so exciting. It is exciting. So, with that being said, we want to be able to to give more of us. Right now, we're doing about one episode a week. And we know that you guys like it. We're getting the great feedback and stuff. But in order to do that, we are now actually open to sponsorships and partnerships. So if you know somebody or a company that would love to sponsor a podcast for self-improvement or mental health, you can always shoot us an email at podcast at epiphanymedia.com. Yeah, and that would just allow us to provide more of ourselves and Maybe branch out, like to provide some other podcasts or some other themes or, you know, just grow the show, right? So exactly. if you guys awesome. know of anyone or you're interested in, in sponsoring the show, reach out and it'd be great to hear from you guys. Absolutely. That's amazing. So let's recap 2020 because it yeah. was a heck of a year, right? It really was. That's that's lightly saying it. Yeah. And, and we want to talk about the good, the bad and the ugly, right? Mm-hmm. We can start with the ugly, of course. COVID-19, that's the elephant in the room, right? Exactly. It was a horrible, a horrible pandemic that we went through. And hopefully things are going to clear up. I shouldn't say hopefully, right? They will. 2021 is going to be the year, you know, the vaccine's on its way and things are going to get better. I truly believe that. And Yeah, things get better. Things don't always stay ugly. So I think it's really important that we just keep that mindset. So the ugly, yes, COVID-19 and the bad. A lot of bad happened this year. Yeah, a lot of tragedies happened this year, right? Mm-hmm. It wasn't a good year in, in a lot of ways. Right? right. There was a lot of loss and a lot of pain for people, loss of life and loved ones, work and stability. And exactly. A lot of people lost their job. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people started to do homeschooling that weren't ready to do the homeschooling. Yeah. You know, we were, we've been Crisis doing schooling. Yeah. Crisis schooling, exactly. So there was a lot of bad things going on, but let's. what are some of the good? Well, something that I've started to learn, this is something that you taught me, is that even when things are bad, there's something good that can come from it. There's always good. And I think for me, and I can speak for myself, the quarantine, the pandemic forced me to have to really sit with myself and spend time with myself and my thoughts. And so... Some of the good that's come from that is being able to work on things that I probably would have pushed aside. Yeah, definitely. We've uh, a, a lot of time for reflection. Yeah, know, yeah. For that, there you go. Better said, for reflection. I think that's good, though. So in 2020, you also started The Village, right? Yeah. And you shared a lot of your knowledge with homeschooling, what we've been doing for some time now. And like you said, there was a lot of crisis schooling going on. But a lot of people 
they took the time to re-educate themselves and found a passion for teaching their kids. Because mm-hmm. we don't spend a lot of time, especially with our kids, right? We don't get to. In, in a busy, in a normal, busy schedule, you're you know at work eight hours or more a day. You just drop your kids off at school. You know, so there's very little time that you actually spend with your yeah, children. Quality. You know? Exactly, quality time. So you have like one or two hours, three or four at most. Yeah, if that, on a, on a daily basis with your children. So now that you, a lot of people, and I, and I'm sure that this <laughs> could, some people are like. Okay. I know this could be viewed as a good or a bad, right? But spending more time with your kids and spending more quality time uh, with your spouse. You know, again, it could be viewed as good or bad, depending on uh, which side you're on on this. But, you know, for us, it's been a good it's it's been definitely a good. And I'm hoping that the people that listen to us and that we've connected to have seen it as a positive. And I think there's this miss, you know, perception like it doesn't have to be easy for it to be good either. You know, it can be really challenging and difficult, but still have a positive outcome. And I'm grateful that I actually started homeschooling a few years ago because, whoa, And I'm grateful that we've actually been kind of, you know, working from home and doing the things that we've been doing prior to this. But even then, even having that foundation and that base, it was still a challenge. I think having the mindset of I I think we we kept pushing ourselves to try to find the good. I can guarantee that a lot of people, if they are listening to this right now, can actually take a step back and say, "Okay, this was hard. This was ugly. But here's some good that has come from that. No, I I agree with you wholeheartedly. Right. And something you just said is is key a lot of great things come from a time that's challenging right right and and that's that's important because some you know like you said healing is messy right it really is you've talked about that reliving traumas is hard it's hard work right but it's rewarding at the end and just like us we have these we have conversation we have arguments a lot of the times right bad you know hurt feelings and 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 hurt emotions and and bad times but we grow from those those are the the moments right. that we grow those are the moments that at the end of it is this great time and a great uh connection but that's where the choice comes in though exactly you can either continue to look at it as my spouse sucks and my life sucks and I'm tired of fighting with them or where can I find the lesson in what just happened that's the conscious choice that's the that's what makes it different. And I think that that's what you and I have been practicing. Like that just happened today. Like we had some conversations that were tough to have and they kind of started off with hurt feelings and not feeling validated. And it ended with some validation and some understanding on the other end and some just really pulled things closer. So I think, yeah, I think you said that perfectly. Yeah. Focusing on the positive and letting the negative, you know, emotional side of it go. Cause a lot of the, you know, again, it takes hard work. It's hard, right? Mm-hmm. Growing, working through trauma, working, processing through emotions is hard. But at the end of it is is always the positive yeah. way. If can, it's not, if it wasn't difficult, I always say this, you know, you know, anything worth anything isn't going to be easy. It's going to be hard because then you're not going to evaluate, you know, you're going to look at it from a different perspective. You're not going to appreciate it. If it was hard and painful and you made it, you can appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. And I, so let's talk about what to expect of 2021, right? Kind of discussing this right now, right? Yeah. Changing that mindset, right? Changing the, all the things that happened in 2020. How do we extract the positives? How we, how do we get all the good out of that? And how do we change our mindset, right? That's mm-hmm. what we, we'd hope that is the expectation for 2021. Right. Because as I talked to you 
uh, I've told you, right, there's cycles. Like energy, you can't destroy energy, right? No. Energy can just be re- reused, recycled. And there's a, a cycle for everything, right? We, we to- we've talked about like how we go through our own emotional cycles yep. and how there's, there's a physical, everything works in cycle. And this is, this is one of those times as well. There's the cycle of birth and then there's growth and then there's death or mm-hmm. destruction, right? Right. So 2020 has been that, right? If you view it, you can view it that way. It's a time of... It was destruction yeah, in some ways. exactly. A time of death and destruction. And that's, of course, it's a negative. But the positive is that we're moving into a time of rebirth, right? right? And then you, if you view it that way, then it's a time to celebrate that we're getting away from that time and moving into the, this better time of rebirth and reestablishing ourselves. Like when, so you, it's, when you said rebirth, I think of fresh start, it's like a fresh start. It's, it's time to be able to start over. And, and I think some of the issues is that for some people, it's just a change in day. Like, oh, there's no different from yesterday today. And that is where the issue becomes because we are in now a new year. We need to leave behind what was there and start moving forward. And I really liked how you explained that cycle because it makes so much sense. Yeah. And I, what I want to just reinforce is just a change in mindset, right? And we talked about this. We've talked about this in previous uh, podcasts, but we can kind of uh, delve a little bit deeper into just the mindset because we've we've had these mindset changes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, especially with you. Yeah, paradigm shifts. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's that's what we should expect for 2021. That's our my, my goal, I guess, my expectations for us as a couple and then for hopefully for our listeners as well, right? is to have these paradigm shifts and these change in mindsets so we can all grow together. Like we always say, right, we're all in this together. So let's all change our mindsets together. Let's all, you know, welcome this coming year with a new attitude, with a new mindset that great things are on their way. Not to be all rah-rah and... and, <laughs> and no, but you attract what you put out there. And I, I you know, yeah. there's no other way around that. And the only reason why I can sit here and attest to that is because I was on the other side, you know, and now I'm finally learning that I, what I put out there is what I attract energy, right? It's just, it's all energy and it's like continuous cycle. So if I'm constantly pessimistic or negative or like putting myself down and going through all these things, I'm just going to continue to attract that same cycle and it's going to just keep coming in waves. But when I can start saying I deserve the time that's going to going to heal. And I deserve to be able to see things from an optimistic point of view. You start seeing those changes. So yes, I have those same expectations for myself. I want to have a greater change and transformation in the way that I view things. And that's, that's my goal, my ultimate goal. Yeah. It's the law of attraction, right? And the law of attraction, it's you attract what you are, not what you want. Because that's that's kind of the mistake a lot of people make, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I want to be happier and I want to be in a loving relationship and, you know, I want to have more money, right? So, but the law of attraction, you attract what you are, not what you want. So you can want all those things and that's great. But until you change yourself and change your mindset, you're not going to attract those things. So if you want a better relationship, right, you have to work on yourself, work on who Mm -hmm. you are to attract that person that you want. Now, I just want to interject here because I know most people think like me. So we're going to have people that are like, are you saying that I'm deserving of this abuse and that I've attracted this relationship? Yes and no. Here's what I'm saying. When our boundaries are broken, 
when we are codependent, when we see past all the bad and constantly seek the good without holding the bad accountable, then we provide these little pathways within us to continuously be hurt. That is our responsibility. Now, the actions of the person is theirs and theirs alone. So when you actually start working on, you know what? I'm putting a boundary up, then I'm not going to allow this to happen. And when this happens, this is going to be the consequence. And I'm going to follow through with that. Eventually, things around you start to change because most people don't like boundaries. Most people don't like being told no. And those people will find their way out of your life. And that is how you then start attracting the right people. Because the right people will, A, respect boundaries because guess what? They have them and respect yours. So I just want people to hear that and understand that you are only responsible for having solid boundaries for yourself and protecting yourself. The actions are that of the other person. So there is some responsibility on our ends to attract that, if that makes sense. No, that's very well said. Um, And that goes to something you've also been um, working on, right, is there's the victim mentality and then there's the survivor mentality, right? And if you're, you know, your victim mentality is always to blame what happened to you on others, uh, which again is valid when you're Absolutely. when you're working through your trauma, but but also taking the onus on yourself to say, okay, you know what happened happened. Yep, what happened happened. But how do I uh, react to that? Mm-hmm. Healing it, is my responsibility. Exactly. You're not going to heal if you're holding a grudge against someone who did something to you. Forgiveness. Forgive. I, I don't believe in forgive or forget. I believe in forgiveness. If you forget what happened to you, you miss the lesson. So it's important to never forget. It's just important to forgive. Forgiveness isn't for the other person. Forgiveness is for your sense of peace. Forgiveness makes the change from victim to survivor. It doesn't take away from or negate what happened to you. It just gives you a sense of perspective that it was nothing upon you and your character. It was something that happened and it was unfortunate. And now you take that and create the boundaries needed now to fix yourself so that in adulthood you don't find yourself being re-traumatized or in poor relationships, that you can learn from it. I just hope people are pulling from that, the importance, because this isn't anything that I haven't had to do myself, like what you just said. I literally today just said, I'm grateful for my trauma because it's made me who I am. I never thought I would say that out loud, but that was the shift from victim to survivor. Yeah, that's powerful. I think I think when you came to that realization, and I think, again, it has to do with that mind, that mind shift, that paradigm shift, understanding where you are, where you came from, and knowing where you want to go. Right. Like I, for the first time in my life, have clear direction and I know I can navigate. Like I, it's silly, but I do a lot of visualizations and I visualize myself just endlessly going to wherever it is that I want to go and knowing that I'm going to get there. And that was the change because when you're in victim mode, you stay traumatized. You are and will always be your trauma if you continue to call yourself a victim. You will no longer be what happened to you. You are just a byproduct of that, a better version, a stronger version when you become the survivor. And that paradigm shift in how I thought is what helped me let go so that I could move forward because I didn't want to be stuck anymore. Yeah, and like I said, that's immensely powerful because you're you're taking, you know, you're empowering yourself by saying, you know, I'm I'm not my trauma. Mm-hmm. I I'm I'm a product of that, and I'm going to take that and and use that positively to impact 
myself and others. Yep. And that's what we want. That's what the, uh, that's what 2020 I'm feeling is going to be for us and for everyone well, around us. Well, that's what 2020 gave us, but that's the gift we're now going to give 2021. Yes, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> thanks it's for all right. it's thanks all for good. correcting me. It's all good. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I'm, yeah, I was like, I got to move I got to move forward to 2021 yeah, you now. You got to get out of 2020. So, so let's talk about resolutions because everyone uh, talks about resolutions around God. the new year, right? Yeah. The biggest thing for me, and I'm just going to be honest and share this, is uh, we got I, you got to start small because I'm yeah. I'm I'm the I'm the guy that you know okay I'll, I'm going to join the gym. I'm laughing. I'm laughing on the inside right yeah, now. Yeah, I know you are. <laughs> I'm going to join the gym and then I'll 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 go you know hog Hardcore wild for like two exactly weeks. for like a month and then all of a sudden I'm like eh, I'm done. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because it wasn't realistic. Exactly. So it's important that we start small. So whatever your resolution is going to be for the new year, if you have resolutions Mm -hmm. and you have a saying I I take to heart and I'll let you share that. I have many sayings, so (laughs) I might need to refresh my memory. Oh, I know what you're talking about. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead and share it. Oh, um, for me, I always failed at my resolutions. And I realized that if I was not willing to start Whatever it is that I wanted to work on in this very moment, then it was too big. If I had to be like, you know what, January 1st, I'm going to X, Y, and Z. If I couldn't start that goal today, then it was too unrealistic for me. And that's why I was putting it off until January 1st. That was the biggest change for me. So if you're doing that, you need to break it down a little bit and make it smaller, more accomplishable. Here's the thing. Humans love instant gratification. That's why most people end up leaving because realistically, you can go to the gym hardcore every day, eating every, and in a month, you may only lose seven pounds and you're like, screw this, I'm going to get the burger because your goal wasn't realistic. But if you say, I'm going to start off going to the gym twice a week for two weeks, I'm going to see how I feel. And I'm just going to reduce the amount of sugar I take in. And then you start noticing some change. You're like, okay, I'm going to add a third day to the gym and I'm going to probably cut back on snacks after eight o'clock at night. I'm just throwing stuff out there. Yeah, I'm going to take it. it's those little things. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to take it even a step further. Have a clear goal. Going to the gym is the destination, not the goal. You need to have a clear cut goal before you go into this journey. So if my goal is to be healthier, let's say, right? It could be like, I want to lose some weight, but it should be, you know, be be broader with mm-hmm. your resolution, right? Let's say I want to live a healthier life, right? You start there, right? And then and then work your way back to, okay, what does that mean, you know, eating healthier? Okay. Moving a little bit more, being it, a little bit more active. Exactly. So it just take one step at a time because what we want to do, and this is where we all fail with these resolutions, right? We fail because we don't form habits. Right. And and that's where I'm kind of getting to, right? We want to form good habits. So if your if your ultimate goal is to be healthier, it's just about getting up and moving, right? So the the challenge isn't just to get up and go to the gym, but just to get up and move. Maybe it's just take a walk for five minutes a day, you know, and and do that for a week, and then pump it up to. 10 minutes a day and then pump it up to 15 minutes a day. And maybe at that point you decide, okay, I'm going to go to the gym and run on a treadmill, but take those small steps. And again, I'm guilty of this, right? Cause I'm the guy, I'm, I'm the guy that, that does exactly I'm, what you I'm just said. I'm still laughing on the inside over yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> that, that'll say, okay. And, and, and even to your point about, you know, if it, if you can't undertake it 
right now. It's too big. Then it's too big because uh, again, it doesn't mean it's not accomplishable. It means that it's too big, too broad, with not specific steps on how to get there, and you're gonna fail. Exactly, because I do this all the time. Right, I say, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start on Monday. Right, I'm gonna start the new program on Monday, and you know, whatever it is. Or I'm going to start eating better on Monday. I'm going to have my cheeseburger today and start. You know, again, it's not a realistic goal. No, it, you're 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 putting it off because subconsciously your body's like, dude, you're going to fail, <laughs> and you're not listening to yourself. So for me, when what I can expect for myself in terms of resolution is literally just continuing to work on habits, behaviors, being consistent with things, and then it just takes off from there. For me, it's healing. I want to continue to heal. I cannot expect that in three months, woo, trauma gone, I'm ready to take over the world. That's unrealistic. But in three months, I hope that my triggers are a little bit less triggering. And how am I going to know that? I'm going to know that when X, Y, and Z happens, my ideal response is to do this. How do I get there? It's really, like you said, just breaking it down little bit by little bit. It's a journey. Resolutions should be a journey. It's not a destination because- then when you don't get there in the allotted time that you anticipate, you consider it a failure and it's not. Weight loss and health, ongoing health, self-improvement, mental health, journeys. So they should be small goals within that larger time frame and that larger journey that you can meet. That's what gives you the curiosity and hope to continue to move forward. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> yeah, nailed it. I love you. You're so funny. What is, do you have any other like resolutions for yourself? I know you wanted to, you started to talk about, you know, the way that you're thinking about things, but. Yeah. You want to talk about like actual resolutions that we have? Yeah, I think we should. Oh, well, let's see. I do want to, hmm, I want to learn to fly this year. <laughs> mm -hmm. You know, I had an ex-boss that actually is a pilot and he took me up on his plane and, and, and it was, it's really cool. I've always loved to fly, even from a very young uh, really? child, because uh, if, if you want, it, it, you know, if you, if you listen to like our, our previous podcast, uh, from a very young age, I was flying, right? And I would like, I remember like, I, it was TWA and I was on the plane by myself a lot sometimes. Cause, I honestly can't believe that. Yeah. And it was funny because it, it was, I remember like, you know, they sat you in the seat and the, the, the stewardesses or stewardesses yeah yeah um i think so <laughs> airline attendants i don't know and they would give you like the, the little wings i think mm -hmm. it was delta or i think it was yeah. twa but they'd give you the little wings and they'd watch you right you know when I, mean, I remember being on the plane by myself but i was never afraid of flying i really I, I actually enjoyed flying really? I mean, up to this day i love to fly man i was riddled with anxiety when we went away on our honeymoon i was like panicking you're like honey you're gonna be fine i'm like yeah but the plane and the heights and like and you were like, statistically, did you know that you're more likely to get in an accident in a vehicle than you are in an airplane? Like, you knew everything. Like, you're so calm up there. And I'm going to be honest when I say that I probably would feel more comfortable with you behind the cockpit because I know how you do everything 100% right. Like, you really are so logical and analytical. Like, I know I would be safe. So I'm, I don't think I'd be afraid with you flying. So I think, yeah. So thanks for that. And <laughs> that's that's my goal, you know. I'll do a TikTok up on the plane when you're flying. That'd be awesome. Well, you know, hopefully I'll have, I'll find the time. I shouldn't say hopefully. I will. I'll find the time in 2021 to start that journey. Even if I don't accomplish it completely by the end of this year, I'm going to put myself in the journey of learning how to pilot a plane and get there either before or sometime in the near future. Get my pilot's license See, that's, and, and be able to. That's fly. doable. 
Yeah, that's I think extremely so. doable because it's like I'm not saying I'm going to have my pilot license and I'm going to have my friggin' plane over there. And you know, what you're saying is is I'm going to start the process. So maybe that means taking a class. Maybe it means picking up some books on you know what are some great skills to have as a pilot. Or it's just starting to kind of immerse yourself into it. And I think that that's fantastic. So that's that's one of my resolutions. I think I'm gonna. I also want to learn to play golf. Okay. Just to relax my mind. And I, and again, these are. These are just kind of these sound fun. like bucket list. Yeah, like they're these, just fun stuff. I think they're adding to the quality of of life. Like you're doing things that are making you happy, so they're great resolutions. You know, they're great coping skills. You know, golf may be the best thing when you're anxious and out of your mind because you have to be in your mind in the game or just learning to be calm. So I think that's um, those are amazing. Yeah, and I'm just, sitting here like, man, what am I? I know, and, and I just want to be more and, and, and to take it back to self help. I want to be more mindful. I want to do some more meditation. I'm probably going to take up yoga this year. That I think that's going to be important. And you did buy all the stuff, so well, I'm preparing for it, right? Because I'm gonna, I, I'm definitely gonna take up yoga. I'd slow your roll. You got three big goals right there. Yeah, those are two. Key, well, <laughs> you got yoga, flying, and golf. I got two fun things, right? Yeah. That I that these are things that I I want to do. These are wants, right? Right. And then there's there's needs. The need right? for growth. Exactly. The need for growth is. I'm again the yoga, the being more mindful, that kind of stuff. That that's a need. The other stuff is just is just fun stuff. That those are wants. Yeah. So there's a difference. Okay. Um. So for me, in terms of resolutions, one of the biggest uh, aha moments I came to this morning is, is is about my parenting. You know, I don't want a trauma parent, and I and I want to. Take this year of homeschooling, because I've been homeschooling for three years now, and I've never been one about tests. I don't think that tests are a great, accurate representation of what one knows, because you can panic and whatever. And I can ask my son, and he can tell me. He knows it. Done, right? But I want to take this time to really gear whatever it is that they're struggling with and make that their curriculum. You know, throw away what society thinks our children should learn. Throw away what everybody else thinks, and just help my children succeed where they are going to be their best. And that's what I really want to focus on is just throwing away these extra and these extraneous, you know, thoughts and opinions of other people. Stressors. Yeah, stressors. And I, and I really want to work on that part. And I want to do that with myself. Well, thanks. Here you are having these very deep, philosophical, thoughtful resolutions. Okay, but you've already been doing this. Right. So, okay. Just so everybody doesn't, you know, everybody knows and realizes yeah, this. That, I, I know. No, I, but you've been doing a lot of this hard work for a very long time. I'm just kind of coming into my awakening phase. The other thing is, and, and you've pretty much told me all of this stuff and taught me this. Just so you guys know, my husband is the brains behind a lot of things. He's he's done a lot and he's helped me out with a lot of things. So I just wanted him to know how much well, he means Well, you're me. the heart of this whole operation. So you have... Brains and heart, baby. They go well together. So anyways, what else do I want to do here? And this is going to, you know, to some people it's it's small or whatever, but I, I, I really want to continue to work on my awakening and my mindfulness and continuing to work on my self-compassion and viewing myself as a whole person. That's two needs that I need to work on. So in a, a want, what's something that I want to become better at or what's something that I want to learn and, and I want to take up? I haven't had a chance to really think about that because my wellness, I feel I need to focus on, you know, I learned a lot in quarantine. I learned how to do nails. I learned how to do all these fun little things, you know, and do all these amazing things. 
now my wants and my needs and my desires are for wellness. And that's what I'm focusing on right now. Because I know that once I start making more progress on that, my mind's going to open up to bigger and better things that I can then try. I will overcome my fear of heights when I fly with you. That is something I want to do. And maybe it's, um, what do you do? What is it called when you jump out of a plane? Oh, skydive? Maybe I'll skydive. See, that's... <laughs> honey, th- honey, just have the plane hovering at 20 feet, okay? <laughs> no. Yeah, see, I, I don't know if I want to jump out of a perfectly good plane, but I, I'll support you. <laughs> I'll, I'll, be, I'll be down ready to catch you. You How know what, that? though? It gives me excitement. Like, I have been so petrified of heights my entire life. And I think it was because I felt so low to the ground and so with out of myself that if I can throw my ass out of a plane thousands of miles up in the air, there's nothing that I can't do. And I know I'm probably going to pee myself. I may throw up. <laughs> I may have like an anxious panic attack, but I will get to the bottom and I'll say that was freaking worth it. Like, I'll do it. I know I will do it. I know I'm going to be scared. But that's a fear that I want to overcome because it's irrational. There's nothing to be afraid of. Heights can't hurt me. As long as the parachute opens, I'll be okay. All right. I'll jump with you. Yeah. No, that's okay. <laughs> you, I want you flying the plane. Okay. <laughs> you fly the plane. I'll jump out. <laughs> that's kind of like an analogy for, for our life. No, really, though. <laughs> you fly the plane and keep it on track. And, and I'll just do the risky stuff. All right? <laughs> I know it realized what I'm saying. It's, it's kind of an analogy for our life. It how really our life is. is but anyways, yeah. See, as you can see, resolutions don't have to be. They can be anything. It can just be a bucket list. It can be something that you want to resolve in your life. It's just a resolution is just a goal. That's all yeah. it is with objectives on how to reach the goal. So if your goals go into the gym, you know, recapping, what are the objectives to getting there? Walking a little bit each day up in the speed, up in the days you go, and then going to the gym. It's baby steps. Yeah, it's, it's the goals. journey. Exactly. You set a, set a clear goal and then enjoy the journey. That's, you know, that's... But the, it's, the problem is, is that as humans, we constantly want instant gratification. If it doesn't feel good, if we don't get immediate responses, it's like, screw that. We don't want that. We see that in kids. You know, we see that in... That's why they like video games. That's why now schools are based on behavioral charts. Like... If you do your homework for three days, you get four green stars. Then you get to pick a toy from this bucket because people don't want to have to work hard for anything. And it starts as a young child. And that is where, you know, don't get me going on the educational system. We can do that another time. But that's where the change stops. And as an adult, you need to wait. You need to learn to have patience for the good. Because if you're constantly getting your needs met all the time and it's this instant gratification, you can't differentiate between instant gratification and an amazing win. It's going to be hard for you to appreciate the tough times to then further appreciate the byproduct that comes from that. So I think, you know, learning to be patient with the process is huge. Sorry, yeah. I got all philosophical there. No, that was great because, it, you, yeah, you're right. Because it, 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 we talk about the journey all the time. We talk that it's not about the ultimate goal. It's, it's about the journey. And I think in this world of, you're right, of instant gratification – we're not enjoying the journey. We're not even considering the journey. We just no. It's the destestination. Exactly. How do I get we there? just we just want what we want and and give me what 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 I want. Whether our, it's our life is the journey. It is. It is, and we need to appreciate the journey. Maybe that should be our resolution for twenty twenty one. You know, is to appreciate the journey. 
to you know and 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 have that be the goal yeah i i wholeheartedly agree with that when i talk to a lot of people a lot of people are like you know how do i heal how do i start working on this and i tell them they're like well i don't want to do that then you don't want to heal i don't want to do that i don't want to have to spend time that's too much work i can't do that i can't forgive that person what do you, i'm 60 something years old i'm not willing to do that or i've been living like this for 30 years it's like honey i've been living like this for 37 years too you have to want to be able to put the work in everybody wants you know to not to do the bare minimum and get maximum results it doesn't work that way and i'm not putting anybody down because guess what that was me <laughs> like how can i like cut corners and then get immediate results i'm like i would cut corners and get shitty results and it was my fault but i couldn't see that it's because i didn't value myself enough to know that this is going to take time honey you are worth the time and you know what now that i'm seeing that when i have these little wins in my healing i can appreciate it because i'm like man all that work and i can actually feel this now so anything that i'm talking about here I'm not just talking out of my rear end. I'm doing it. And when you take shortcuts, like you said, right, the results aren't there. The the true long lasting results aren't there. No, they're short lived. Exactly. So but when you put in the hard work and you do what needs to be done as, as hard as it is, you know, when you get to that win, it's it's a long lasting win. It's something that you're going to carry on for the rest of your life. And you're not going to have to turn around and, and relive that or redo yeah. something because it was done the correct Here's way. Here's the and, thing. And, and, and you statistically and let's not even let's throw statistics out the window. Let me go there. If we look at all schools of thought from psychology, it takes approximately 21 days, 21 to 28 days for a body to learn or a brain to learn a new behavior. It takes the same amount of time to unlearn a behavior. So being consistent with something and doing it every single day, that's why you start off small. By the time you reach 21 days, three weeks, four weeks, whatever it is, you've now learned that new behavior. Instant gratification robs you of that because you do it for like two days and you're like, what the hell, I ate two salads and I haven't lost 20 pounds? Screw this. It doesn't work that way. It takes time. It's the same thing with healing. That's why cutting corners gets you right back into the same spot. I know. I know. I'm the queen of making the finest cut corners that you could find. I can decorate them. I can cut them. I use the kids' little Crayola scissors around the sides. I'm the queen of cutting corners. No more. I was the queen of cutting corners. Now I'm the queen of just going through whatever it is that I got to go through. Growing through my go through. That's what I've heard before. And that's just what I have to do. So, And also just reparenting yourself, right? Because a lot of these learned behaviors are products of our past, our past trauma, things that we've learned as we've grown. So it's about reparenting yourself as well, right? Going back and understanding where these behaviors took hold of us and then consciously retraining our subconscious to to better deal with these behaviors. There's actually a book you got me. I can't think of the author right now, but it's Atomic Habits. I think you bought it for yourself and then I read it because you haven't read it yet, but it's fantastic. And the book talks about how to create new behaviors and habits in your life, just like a bad behavior. You know, people that pick up a cigarette every day becomes a habit. Well, just like you decide not to pick up a cigarette every day, it becomes a habit, right? So he talks about what's called stacking, right? So I used to forget to get the mail all the time. I don't go out anymore, but when I did, so what I learned was is if I drove home this way every day, every time I came back home, I would just get the mail. It sounds silly, but it's a stacked behavior. Same thing with like cleaning the dog bowl. I used to forget to pull the dog bowl up off the floor. 
Now it's like at the end of the night, after I've gotten my vitamins, I stack that behavior on and say, pick up the dog bowl and put it down. It's called stacking. It's finding a way in your everyday routine where you can say, where does this fit in? Where can I stack this on another behavior that I already do? And it helps you build better habits called Atomic Habits. It's a great book. Yeah, because it's a lot of this is is habits, right? It's breaking bad habits and replacing them with good habits. Yeah, it's rep- it's it's literally being your own parent and catching yourself. So that's the problem. You're a young kid. You get away with bullcrap all the time. As a young child, you're going to continue to do what works. Eh, I'm going to stuff myself under my bed. I'm not really going to clean because mom doesn't check. Mom doesn't care. And then you become an adult shoving stuff everywhere and not le- learning how to clean and how to organize and things like that. They're just bad habits that had a parent or a caregiver said, hey, This is how you do that. This is going to make your life a little bit easier. This is the right way or this is a more efficient way. And I've learned to say that with my kids. I don't say this is the right way to do things because maybe it isn't. I just see it to be more efficient. So I've I've taught I'm trying to teach our daughter right now when she's done with her dolls at the end. This is the most efficient way to keep your dolls nice and organized. That really what makes a difference. And now you have to do that as an adult. And that's where the reparenting comes in is catching yourself making bad mistakes, catching yourself cutting corners when you catch yourself cutting a corner we know when we cut corners i don't want to hear anybody that says oh i don't know i just do it no you cut corners you know because you're thinking about like what's the easiest way to do this you know when you're cutting corners which means that if you can think what's the easiest way of doing this you can think what's the most efficient and better way in the long run to do this here i am throwing myself to the wolves but i think it's important that people understand that i know i understand like i'm not just someone who's just talking about something that i have no yeah, like everything placing. everything we talk about is is things that we personally practice and things that we've gone through and things we've talked about. So we're saying these things from firsthand perspectives. Absolutely. And I think that that's the best way is like when you can talk to someone who has been there and done that. Now, <laughs> let's not let's not forget that you've been there and done that and I didn't want to listen to you, but I think it was because that was my own stuff that I was So, guys, I'm just going to, too bad we couldn't play some sad music right now. Guys, if there is somebody in your life who is in a better place than you are and is trying to give you advice, just listen. (laughs) Listen to them. It's not because they're trying to control you. It's not because they want you, you know, to feel bad about yourself. It's because they've been there. They've done that. And why see someone else that you care about have to go through what they went through if they could just give you the skills that they had to learn? So this is my public apology to you for all the years that you tried to help me and guide me and I pushed back, but I see it now. So here are the fruits of your labor. Do you like what you see? Hey, it's like, (laughs) it's like what you just said, right? If it's worth, if it was worth it, then it was going to be hard and it's been very, very hard, but But, hold on a second. Was it worth it? it? Absolutely. (laughs) So that's what we want for 2021. We, we're, we're dedicated to being the best versions of ourselves for 2021. And we want you guys to be the best versions of yourselves we for 2021. We want that for you because it feels good. So, so, you know, reach out to us. We want to open up this to you guys. We'd love to have more of you guys in so we can interview yeah. you. And we've got a, a great response. We just have to go. We have to go through them. We've gotten some stories. So for everybody who has sent us an email, saying, hey, this is my story. We've got them all. We're looking at them to try to figure out how we could kind of fit some of them in, but keep them coming. Stories are meant to be told, and this is your opportunity to tell your story. This is the first step for 2021. For those people who have never told their story and have only told bits and pieces of it because they've been afraid, this is where this is your jumping off point. 
tell your story. And then at the end of it, figure out what your next step is. So we want to hear your stories on self-improvement. You know, where were you? What fires did you have to walk through? What have you realized? Even if you're still stuck, come on and talk. We'll talk things out. So you know how to reach me. And we're doing, we're also doing requests for, you know, future podcasts. Yeah. I think our next podcast is going to be on anxiety. Yes. Because we've we got a, a, lot, of a lot of requests. For exactly. For, for us to do a podcast on anxiety. So we'll be doing a podcast on anxiety, what forms it is it takes specifically like for my my anxiety manifests in anger. Mm-hmm. Like I, I get irritable, irritated, and I lash out sometimes, and that's my anxiety. And people don't realize that that's actually anxiety. They think it's just anger, something else. But anxiety can manifest in irritability and stuff like that. And for me, my anxiety, I don't get angry. <laughs> I barely I'm not I barely get angry, do I? It's just not a a, a no, so, but you're the you're the opposite the extreme. Opposite. Yeah, I get extremely emotional. I start to have ruminating thoughts, and it's just I start overthinking, and then I start to panic, and then I can't breathe. It's like it can present differently. So I think that that's going to be a fantastic podcast. We've gotten hundreds of requests for one on anxiety. Yeah, so we'll definitely do that on our next podcast. We'll we'll touch on anxiety. Yes, on the different forms and just what we do like you know some techniques that we currently employ to help us get through that anxiety absolutely I think that's going to be great i think that'll be fantastic so that so look for that podcast and keep sending your requests yeah, keep, keep sending, sending your requests in exactly and, and reach out to us because we'd love to hear from you guys this is we we're doing this for you and like i said 2021 is going to be our best year and we're committed is to that going to be the year of growth so i'm excited for that so for all of you guys, if you're not following me on TikTok, you can find me at ask.courtney. If you're on Instagram, I'm at askcourtney underscore. So reach out to me. Let's be friends. And I want to hear from you. Yeah, absolutely. And don't forget that we are looking for sponsorships. So if you're a business that wants to uh, sponsor the show, reach out to us because we'd love to hear from you. Yep. And you can reach out at podcast at epiphanymedia.com that's e-p-i-c-p-h-a-n-y media.com and that'll allow us to give more of ourselves and maybe do a second or third podcast or just more of this (laughs) (laughs) take care everybody and remember no shame in asking for help as always we're in this together so stay safe guys till next time